Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Tignum Thoughts Brief, where we dig into one Tignum thought and give a little more context and a little more depth around the subject. Today's Tignum thought is called Reframing the Master Key. And you might be asking yourself, why did we call it the Master Key? And one of the reasons was as we looked at all the mindset tools and all the mindset skills that you need to have a high-performance mindset, when you think about reframing, it not only builds many of the mindset skills such as vulnerability, curiosity, perspective, emotional control, and many more, it also is kind of the window into many of the other skills that we use, right? Like um, visualization, setting your optimal performance state. So we called it the master key because just like a master key, it unlocks so many things. It's interesting because as we were thinking about this, one of the things that really frustrated me is how often when we talk about reframing, it's easy to misunderstand it and see it as kind of Pollyanna, kind of just over-the-top positive thinking. And in fact, when we teach it with our clients, we often do some simple reframes, things like, you know, I am overwhelmed. And then we ask people what they feel. And the purpose of that is for them to really recognize that a thought gets actually displayed in our entire body. It sends a message to every cell in our body. And so the thought, I am overwhelmed, often leads to people feeling tight, feeling heavy, feeling stressed. And yet when we change that thought or reframe it, you know, such as something as simple as I am prepared, suddenly we feel different. But reframing is not that simple. And so I want to talk a little bit about what it is. In many ways, when you think about reframing, it's like looking at a beautiful picture and then changing the frames around it. And it is amazing by changing the frames how that picture changes. Sometimes it's still beautiful. Sometimes we take all the beauty away. But the key thing about doing that is that we have the ability to change the frame to create the feeling that we want. And that is a lot of what we try to do with reframing. So there are many ways that you can use it, right? You can use it with some of the thoughts that that pop into our head all the time, like, I am not good enough. And then when you think about that thought, it not only crushes me, maybe even overwhelms me or makes me feel defeated, which means it becomes almost an emotion. But when that thought pops in my head, it starts to take away all of my optimism, all of my hope, and all of my drive. So if I reframe that and I go, whoa, is that thought really true? And I step back and I look at it from all angles as if I could put that thought on the table in front of me and walk around. Well, it is true that the situation that I'm going to encounter is new. But what's not true is that I'm not good enough because I've done a lot of things in the past. I've tackled a lot of similar situations. I've gained a lot of skill and I've built my toolbox to be able to deal with this. So if I really think about it, no, you know what? I've been here before. I am confident. I'm a little unsure, but I'm confident. So when I make that reframe, in many ways, I've proven to myself that it's true. So it's not just a Pollyanna paint the sky blue, but there are many ways to use reframing. For some of our clients, we reframe the story of our past. And if you think about it, if reframing is a choice, why wouldn't I choose to look at the story of my past that is in my brain anyway, to be brutally honest, and to reframe it, to look at it from the angle with the right framing that serves me the best. I remember I had one client, he grew up, you know, a little bit of an, in an abused family. And the story he told himself was that when he lost his temper, 
when he got agitated and angry, he immediately gained power over people. He gained power over situations. But the problem is now as he's a team leader, when he does that, it not only diffuses or defeats all the motivation of the team, but it makes him give up all of his power. It makes him even a little bit abusive himself. And so we rewrote that story to say, no, what you can tell the story of is how that may have worked when you were 10 or 13, but not only does it not work now, you don't need it now because you have so many other skills. And therefore, rewrite the story that your childhood taught you how to deal with situations in a way to be effective using the tools that you have available to you now. Now, there's also, we can reframe our perspective, right? If you look at our perspective on stress, there are some people who feel like that which doesn't kill me only makes me weaker. Meaning, like even if you take in today's situation with COVID and the economic crisis and the political crisis, it'd be so easy to say, I am so stressed. There's been so much uncertainty and ambiguity that I can only imagine that if I feel tough today, tomorrow's probably going to be worse. And the day after that's probably going to be worse. And next week, I'll probably just be completely knocked down. But if I reframe that perspective to say, no, 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 that which doesn't kill me only makes me stronger, then I can pause and ask myself, how do I make that true? I make that true by making sure I get recovery, especially emotional recovery, because this perspective of stress is a huge emotional fatiguer. And so as I reframe that and I look at it and I put it again out on that table and I walk around it, I look at it and I say, you know what? This stress will only make me weaker if I allow it. But if I reframe this situation, if I look for the lessons it's going to teach me, if I recognize that stress is human beings' greatest performance enhancement tool, and if I actually think to myself, what can I learn from this situation and move forward, and can I make sure I get recovery, next week I should be even stronger. And this stress should be actually easy to deal with. And another perspective is on anxiety. I know that a lot of our clients have experienced high levels of anxiety this year, and even more probably lately. Well, I remember when I was a fire captain and I would get new young firefighters and we would be going to their first working fire outside the academy. And you'd look back and you could see how stressed they were. They had this high level of anxiety, even though they had been pretty well trained for this. They were ready, but they didn't know it. And we would teach them how to make just a quick reframe to look at this anxiety, the energy of anxiety, and to just slide it over to excitement. So imagine that same energy, but now it's excitement to tackle the challenge that's ahead. It's excitement to actually bring my best. So whether it's reframing the stories that we tell ourselves or reframing the perspective that we have, what we've recognized at Tignum is when we master that skill. And when I say master, it's not an easy skill to master. You will constantly need to practice this. But when I get really good and I'm constantly reframing, it not only changes so many things in my own mind, but because a mindset is so contagious, it makes a big impact on those people around me. So one of the things you know that we need to reframe is our inner dialogue. We know from research that the brain creates between 12,000 and 60,000 thoughts a day. Well, that's a lot of thoughts if they're not serving me. And so I have to really constantly be on 
on the lookout for these thoughts and to make sure that these thoughts aren't taking my energy away, taking my power away, taking my belief in myself away, even taking my belief in others and even in the strategy or the company because I can create stories around anything. And the brain does that because it thinks it's trying to protect us. But when I can use my conscious mind to reframe, I not only get control over my brain, which is an amazing thing to have control over, and control over my mindset, but now I start to control the impact I can make and the performance I can make. So even when a thought comes into my head like, I will never get all these emails done, or I hate back-to-back meetings, they exhaust me, you can immediately stop and go, is that really helping me? I will never get all these emails done. Think about the exaggeration that, that is in that statement, never, all. Chances are, I may not have the time to get all my emails done right now, but on one hand, I could say all of them don't need to get done. And on the other hand, I could say, well, the game is, or the, the priority is, in the next 15 minutes, get the most important ones done. And if I do that every time I have 15 minutes, suddenly I'm really on top of my email. In fact, you'd probably be one of the most on top of your email people that, that we've worked with. And then the one about meetings being back to back. Number one, exhausted? Like, do they really make me exhausted? Or am I exhausted because of the way I approach my meetings? You know, I could reframe that and say, if I don't prepare myself for a day full of meetings, I could be exhausted. Therefore, I need to prepare myself. Build in my little micro breaks, making sure that I oscillate, right? That I get some cognitive and some emotional recovery in between. Being very purposeful of why I'm in meetings so I'm not wasting energy and so I see the opportunity for me to multiply my energy in that meeting. And then suddenly when I change that story or I reframe that that thought in my brain, I'm leaning forward because I say today is a day full of back-to-back meetings. Make sure you oscillate, make sure you set intentions, multiply, multiply your impact and your energy today. And suddenly my brain thinks totally different. I'm looking for opportunity rather than proving to myself how exhausted I am. So one thing I really want you to take away about this blog, this Tignum Thought, is that reframing is about making the choice to tell your brain the story that helps you rather than hurts you. It's a skill. So that means you have to practice, practice, practice. And if you miss a couple opportunities to reframe, I can tell you don't worry because you're going to have 12,000 to 60,000 more thoughts tomorrow. But with the current public health and economic and political challenges looming, and with all the new opportunities that this crisis will present to us for the future, reframing may be one of the most valuable performance mindset skills that you could actually develop. <music>